When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world, and which I think makes a really great companion to this podcast. So I'm going to bet that you've got a pretty good grasp on your to-do list. It's probably on some kind of endless loop in your mind, but have you given any thought to what's on your to-don't list? This is what helps your brain find rest and balance that constant focus on what you've got to get done. And it's what we're talking about today as part of a week of episodes on thinking straight. I mean, it's fall. Things are feeling super busy. Oh my goodness. Soccer season, parent-teacher conferences, lots of birthdays, and now we're back to celebrating birthdays in person after a few years of them being a little hit or miss thanks to COVID. Throw in something like perimenopause or COVID or full-on menopause, all of which can cause brain fog, or maybe there's a stressful situation that's pulling your focus, and then boom, it's hard to think straight. Sure, maybe you can keep track of your must-dos, but any kind of challenge that requires a little more creative or objective thinking can really stymie you. At least, that's how I've been feeling. And it's been coming up a lot in my conversations with coaching clients and friends too. So let's talk about it. If you've been feeling like life has gotten more bogged down with things to do, you're not imagining things. I'm linking to an article from the Harvard Business Review in the episode notes right here in your podcast player. It talks about how ever since the Great Recession, 2008, 2009, 2010, 8.8 million jobs were lost. So those jobs may have gone away, but the work didn't. It means that we have all been doing more and more people's work for years now, for over a decade. And really, it started before that. There were layoffs that were rampant before that. And so we have all been feeling like we have more and more on our plate, which also makes us feel like we have less and less time. So this article said a quote that I thought was pretty interesting. It says, it's actually a matter of professional life or death to get rid of your low value work, tasks that mean little or nothing to customers or colleagues. So this is a super valuable idea to explore in your work. And I'm linking the article in the show notes because it gives you some good information about how to go about shunting off some of your low-level work, either to just not be done at all or to give it to somebody else in the article. 
But for the sake of today's episode, it's every bit as valuable to do it for your life too. So let's start by clearing some things off your plate, things you no longer have to do or think about or spend any time or energy on. Doesn't that sound great? I find that things that I want to do don't take up as much space in my head as the things I'm not excited about. So those things that you don't like tend to kick off a little dread or stress spiral whenever you think of them. My mom, who I love spending time with, invited me to go see a two-part play with her, which I was excited about. I thought it would be a cool way for us to spend time together, but then turns out the play was three hours plus two intermissions, which meant it was a four-hour commitment, not once, but twice. People, I'm all for the arts. I really am. And I'm all for doing things with my mom that we both enjoy. But every time I thought about that four-hour play that I had to go to on a beautiful fall Saturday afternoon, I felt like that somebody took a butter knife to my heart. (laughs) So the things that you don't want to do end up taking up more room than they really deserve in your mind. That means when you stop doing them, you free up more space than you might expect. Some things that could go on your, you can call it either a to don't list or a no list. I sort of like the no list personally because it's very clear. No, I am not doing these things. Some of the things that can go on your no list are chores that are just sucking the life out of you and that you could delegate. Maybe hanging out with people who make you feel like you need to cleanse your energetic field after you spend time with them. Why? Stuff that you do that you don't actually enjoy, like maybe scrolling on Instagram, scrolling, 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 scrolling until your hands fall asleep, or watching mediocre shows. And things that you think you should do, but that don't bring you any joy or happiness, like Maybe posting on social media every day or brushing your hair a hundred strokes a day or whatever thing you have in your head that you have to do. After this break, I'm going to tell you what's on my no list and why stopping doing the things that you don't love frees up so much more space than you think it will. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Here's what's on my no list. Number one, unloading the groceries. I just hate it. I love going to the grocery store and getting inspired by what I see on the shelves and just having a little me time and singing along to the, you know, generic 80s and 90s music. I'm all for it. But once I get home, I'm done with those groceries. And so now I have the kids unload the groceries and they get to see everything that I bought. It does require that either I give them feedback about where things go or that I tolerate cupboards and a fridge that maybe aren't organized the way I'd like them to be. But caring about having a perfectly arranged pantry is also on my no list. Something else on my no list is walking the dog at night. This, once upon a time, was my husband's chore, but then I took it over when I was doing a virtual walking challenge with some college friends and I wanted 
every chance to get steps that I could get. Now that kids are in school and we have early mornings and earlier bedtimes, walking that dog at night was just stressing me out. And I'm not doing the challenge anymore. So I appreciate getting steps, but I don't need the steps in the quite the same way that I did when I was doing that challenge. So I gave it back to my husband. I'm also saying no to traveling for a conference that I would frankly love to attend if it were in the same time zone, but it's across the country, which means long travel and jet lag and sorry, but I'm just not there. And finally, I'm saying no to watching TV unless it's something I really want to watch. My husband and I are total suckers for singing competition shows. I hope they're still doing them when we're in our 80s and 90s because I know what we'll be doing in our elder years. Two nights a week right now, we've got the voice. In fact, I'm trying to record this week's episodes as fast as possible because we have a stored up extra voice that we need to watch tonight. (laughs) And that's really all the watching that I have going on at the moment. The second season of White Lotus just started. It hasn't started as I'm recording this, but now that this episode is airing, it started last night, in fact. I wish I could find a show that we could watch as a whole family, which reminds me, do you know a show that a 12-year-old boy and a 14-year-old girl and two 50-something parents would all enjoy? Please send me an email at kate at katehanley.com and let me know if you do have a suggestion. And just to let you know, the one show that we all enjoy for the most part, is Bob's Burgers. So if that is your suggestion, thank you. You feel my vibes. We already watched that. Maybe there's something else. We really need some shared activities. You want to be careful that your no list doesn't have a lot of stuff on it that is actually good for and helpful for you. For example, don't put exercise on your no list just because you're really busy, because exercise has so much to offer you in terms of reducing stress and promoting clear thinking and helping you sleep. But the thing is, is that if you put stuff on the no list that really is just weighing you down, you're going to create so much more time for doing those things that you know help you feel better. For example, if I'm not in binge watching mode, I can get in bed earlier and read, which is something that I truly love to do. If I'm not traveling for a conference in March, I can make a plan to either get away with my husband or to meet up with friends somewhere local, maybe somewhere I could drive to or take the train to, or maybe even both. So my question to you is, what can you not do this week? What's on your no list? Is there an invitation you could decline? a chore you could pawn off, or something you always do that you could just not do anymore. If you don't know what's going to go on your no list, tomorrow's episode is going to tell you about a place that is the perfect opportunity to do some brainstorming on this or to look for clues about what is really bogging you down and that you don't need to do anymore. So I hope you will come on back. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it send me an email by clicking on the contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. 
I look forward to connecting with you. 